0: What's going on guys? It's your boy Josue Rivera coming to you guys live from a new episode of The Simple Christian. So I'm down here guys and I wanted to share with you guys an experience that I had previously last Friday about these conversations I had with these three young teenage kids that looks like, they look like Disney kids, right? When they're young, they look Disney. They just don't seem to be phased by nothing of the world. And so I approached them right after having to discuss for 10-15 minutes with these older, um, under-the-influence brothers from the streets. Now, they were under the influence of alcohol, and I understand that sort of prophetizing to people who are under the influence. are probably not the most ideal people, but that's okay because because of that conversation, I was able to have this conversation with the young ones. I gave the older ones the Bible track. Hopefully when they left and they woke up and they were sober and they were clear-headed, they can open up the Bible track. So never forsake giving a Bible track to anyone. Now, this is where the mistake happened. I got into a conversation with three young kids. It was probably five or six of them because they were all rolling pretty deep. And if you guys know us Christians, when we're young and we're at the church, we're not caring too much about what the Bible says. We're just there for social hall reasons, rolling deep in church clothes, trying to look smooth. And so that's what happened. We're there trying to look smooth. And so we don't even know our Bibles. I approached them, had a mic run in front of their faces they probably didn't expect that. It's not like they came out of church and said, well, we're about to be approached by someone who's going to ask the questions on on um, on salvation. And so there I go. I approached them. One could easily have said, Josue, but they're believers. You don't got to go ahead and approach them. For what reason? And I said, well, for that very reason. Just because they look like believers and they may very well be believers that doesn't exclude them from being approached and asking them a question about the gospel and so when i did and i'm glad i did i asked them how was one saved how can someone be saved if i'm in the floor and i have a knife on my back and i have 30 seconds how would you present the gospel to them one gentleman said um he doesn't even know the second girl said that you have to believe in Jesus and confess with your lips and you shall be saved, which for the most part is right. It is. If you if you believe in your heart and you confess with your lips that Christ rose from the dead, you shall be saved. Right? We're talking about Romans 10, 9, 10, and 13. Acts 4.12 tells us, Call on the name of the Lord and you shall be saved. And then you have The last individual who said that as long as someone prays for him he will be saved and then he kind of quoted like Jeremiah 33 and so I was like this this isn't Mormonism you don't get baptized for someone else and then save them and then now they're in like the three heavens which the Mormons get it wrong it's like they come up with celestial telestial and terrestrial but I digress It broke my heart when I heard these answers, I mean, besides the second one, which wasn't really wrong. It broke my heart because how arrogant I came off. Like their answers may have not been theologically correct and that's cool, but how I came off, how I brought the mic, how I came off as arrogant, as naive, as pompous. Yeah, I was, was feeling good about that guys. And that should never be the case when it comes to preaching the gospel. I want to read from a passage in 1 Peter 3.15 that a lot of you guys are probably aware of. It. it says here, but in your hearts honor Christ. Was I honoring Christ at that moment when I was evangelizing? Were you honoring Jesus when you go and evangelize? Was it about you? Was it about your ego? Was it about your pride? Were you trying to sound intelligent? Trying to sound studious? Were you honoring Jesus in your heart? It continues. Honor Christ the Lord as holy, always being prepared to make a defense to anyone who asks you for a reason for the hope that is in you. We all know that, and if you don't, that there is evidence to prove that the Christian faith is true. We have a surmounted amount of evidence to prove that Christianity is true. And so, we take this evidence and we give it a name that's in the Bible. is called apologia, which is give a defense for the faith that is in you. What we call it in today is called Apologetics. But what Peter here finishes off by saying, yet do it with gentleness and respect. And I would be... Honest with you guys, I wasn't being gentle, I was probably not as respectful as I, am, as I should have. And it isn't a bad thing, guys. I think when we get too hard on ourselves, we 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 a baby with the bathroom and we say, well, that was a really bad experience. I'm never gonna lose it again. Well, no not ever do that. Just because one conversation oneself doesn't mean they're all going to be south. And so take this story of mine just one of many, and if it helps you and it comforts you, then no, I made mistakes. I can come off arrogant. I can, I can come off as I might know more than you, or as I'm trying to school you. But my intentions are not that. I'm still trying to honor Christ. I'm just learning as an evangelist to go ahead and share the message. And, and all of us are learning. A lot of us are still learning. I mean, one day, one day, guys, believe it or not, I will be the next Ray Comfort in Living Water Ministries. Believe it or not. Anyway, guys, I wanted to leave, I wanted to leave you guys with that, with that encouragement that we all mess up. We all fall short. It's a reminder, it's a great reminder that we all still need to cling to Jesus, that we all are still growing in our walk of sanctification towards Christ. In the meantime, the work is plenty, the field is big, but we need workers, we need people to go and preach the gospel. If you want to preach the gospel through or behind the internet, hey, go for it. If you want to go outside and do it, man, go for it. We need people. Meriden City, downtown area, has like 20 churches. And you never see anyone outside passing out Bible tracts, proclaiming Christ. I want to say it's a very lost city. Many cities are very lost. Not just Meriden. How many many churches are in your block? Probably 20 of them. And if they're Hispanic, probably 40 of them. How many of those churches are outside, passing out tracks, talking to people, dedicating their time to the streets? Again, I do it once a week if I can. If I can't, you know, I, I find a way to get in a conversation somewhere. And if you feel convicted about not going outside or not talking to that person at work or not sharing the gospel, ask the Lord to give you that Boldness, that courageousness, that courageousness, I mean, right? To do it in whichever way it looks like, whether it's blogging, vlogging, podcasting, street evangelism, however it is, let's not forget that the kingdom of God is at hand and people need to repent. With that being said, guide, may the grace of God and the peace of the Holy Spirit guide you into all blessings. Until next time, guys, deuces.